following program is furnished by Survive to Thrive Enterprises and is responsible for its content. Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. The Jay Mamie Talk Show. Welcome and good morning, everyone, to your hour of Thrive Time. My name is Jay Mamie, and I am so thankful that you have decided to invest an hour of your time with me today. You have my word that you will find value in today's show, as that's been, quite frankly, the staple of the show since the onset, which is why it's not only one of the leading talk shows in Dallas, but fastest growing online through a number of different platforms. So if you haven't already, let me encourage you to visit the show site at the jmamietalkshow.com and check out our previous episodes. I know you'll quickly become a fan of the show, I promise you that. By the way, while you're here listening to the show today, can I encourage you to go ahead and follow me on my Instagram? That's at the J Mamie. And go ahead and visit me on my Facebook page to the J Mamie while you're there. Make sure that you like the page as well. And and check out my YouTube channel since you're hanging out online anyhow. (laughs) Check out my YouTube channels. I've got two, Survive to Thrive, as well as the J Mamie. I've got great content on there, lots of great videos, and we upload content just about all the time. And since you're there, hit the subscribe button so you can get all of the amazing updates that I provide on a weekly basis. So you don't have to stop just here at the show. If you like what you hear on the show and if you're becoming a fan, then by all means, continue the trajectory of becoming a crazed fan by following me on all my other platforms. By the way, if this is your first time visiting, let me thank you personally and specifically because I know that investing time these days usually requires a a return on that time. So your time investing, uh, that you're investing today, I know that it will be... Uh, quite the worthwhile investment. You have my word on that. So thank you for coming. And those of you that are returning listeners, I appreciate your support. Keep coming back and keep sharing the good news. There's a buzz about the show and for good reason. I'm juiced up about today's guest though. I'm juiced up. My featured guest today is not only one of the fastest rising social media stars, and and I mean that, but he's also a global speaker. He's a podcast host of a popular podcast, Uh, But he's an extraordinary business giant in Canada. And he's going to share with us his story today. Steve Holbrook will be on the show with us today. And we'll also have an opportunity to hear from Luis Parrilla. He's the founder of New Clean DFW, one of Dallas's premier companies and experts in COVID-19 disinfectant services and protocols. And these days, there's no shortage of knowledge that's needed and how to make sure that you are doing the right things to protect yourself, your family, and your business. And I think this conversation is long overdue. Um, So we're having it today with uh, Luis Parrilla. So the content for today's show is going to be rich, absolutely rich. So I'm glad that you're here with us on the show today. By the way, make sure you check out the show site, thejmamietalkshow.com, for all of our archived episodes there, our business directory, and uh, check us out also at thejmamie.com. Now, as I've been making my speaking rounds these last few weeks, I've had an opportunity to speak and and listen to many thrive-minded individuals from all over the world and from all walks of life. What I'm encountering, though, I'm encountering a number of them who were struggling 
with a high degree of frustration. And, and I, I, I hear it not only in their tone of voices, but the words that they're using to describe where they are right now. Now, I know you can say, well, that has a lot to do with COVID. And, and I get that. We have challenges that we're facing and we're not out of the woods. Uh, hopefully there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but that's still some time away. Uh, so we're all facing a very challenging time. So I get the frustration, but but I submit to you, it's, it's more than that. It's more than that, that I'm hearing from thrive-minded seekers. It's not just COVID. It's just this internal frustration. And I, and I get where it's coming from. Now, let's just, let me just say this. Frustration is not necessarily a bad thing. So you won't hear from me, hey, don't get frustrated. Look at the bright side. Now, sometimes frustration is a good thing if if it comes from a place where you're pursuing a worthwhile goal. So there's nothing wrong with experiencing frustration if the root cause of it is the pursuit of a worthwhile goal, something noble, impacting, life-changing, either for you or others or both. So if you have high ambition, drive, and dreams, then chances are that you will experience seasons or or periods of annoyance, discouragement, and and, uh, even irritation. Why? Because you know that you are on your way to doing something big. You know that you are on your way somewhere, somewhere great, somewhere meaningful. Yet it seems like you keep getting hit with these annoying stumbling blocks, right? Or or of one kind or another, or dreaded, unexpected setbacks. I know, I've experienced that as well. But I submit to you that any Thrive Seeker will know exactly what I'm talking about and has experienced this as well. You might be on the the show listening today, and this may just very well be you. So you would have to agree that there is an element of truth to what I just said. This could very well be you. Well, here's what I want you to know. If it is you, here's what I want you to know. If the root of your frustration is because you are, in fact, on a mission, a mission of impact, then embrace it. Embrace this season. Embrace the emotion of frustration because it's an indication that your desires are authentic. They're authentic. They're genuine. They're not momentary. They're not, uh, they're not delusional thinking. It's something that you have in you that is driving you to want more. Let me explain to you where frustration also comes from. It comes from a place where you no longer accept complacency. You're just not ready to adhere to the things that are complacent in your life. I was in the gym this morning. I get up in the morning and I go to the gym every morning and, and I, I've been working out for a very, very long time. And I... I get frustrated when I go to the gym and I've got a workout in mind. I think about my workout the night before. I kind of mentally go through it, the the exercises, the weights, so that I tell my body ahead of time, hey, bro, this is what we're doing tomorrow morning. And so my body has to follow suit with where my thoughts have already directed it. Does that make sense to you? So when I get up in the morning, I go to the gym and I'm at the gym and I'm realizing that uh, in the middle of my workout that, man, my shoulder's a little sore. Maybe my back's a little tight. I'm not warming up as much. Uh, or my mind is not really in the workout, it's not in the muscle, I get frustrated. Now, you might think, Jay, what's the big deal? You're at the gym, you're working out, you should be happy that you're there. (laughs) There's many people that don't even get out of bed to go there. Uh, Or they show up, walk around for a little bit, and leave. (laughs) Or maybe they just stop in to get their favorite shake, and then they call it a day. 
So why are you frustrated? I'm frustrated because I'm not complacent with whatever it is that I'm doing. I know that I could have a better workout. I know I could have a better experience. I know there's something that I want to do in that moment, in that particular workout, that calls me to feel better when I'm done. So I'm frustrated. Why? I'm, I'm not going to settle for the lame workout. This morning I experienced that. I was frustrated. But I'm frustrated for good reason. Because I knew I could do better. I knew I could do more. I knew that with a better workout, I'm going to feel better about myself. And and considering that I'm, I've got my eyes set on hitting the bodybuilding stage again coming up next year, and we'll talk more about that maybe in the next couple of shows about comebacks. I was frustrated today, so it's a genuine frustration. Let me share with you: only those that are convinced that the pursuit of their goals and dreams have true value are usually the ones who will experience the greatest levels of frustration. I want you to hear that again. If you are convinced, I mean, if you are convinced deep down in your soul that what you are doing, these pursuits of of your goals and your dreams, that they really have value, then you are usually going to experience higher levels of of frustrations much more than others. So think about that. Would you really get that annoyed or upset if you had a watered-down desire for something? Probably not. You wouldn't get that upset because you would just brush it off if it didn't mean much. If you didn't really have your heart set on something, eh, you'd blow it off, right? You wouldn't worry about it. But when it's deep down and it has value, frustration is going to rear its, I'm not going to say in this case, ugly head. It's going to rear its, its radar but that is something that is good. In fact, let me just say this to you. The fact that you have achieved a place of frustration, and I know that many of you, as we start to close out this year, as I've been sharing with you, um, you are probably experiencing greater levels of frustration because you started the year off with high goals, high ambitions, and here you are, 2020 is over, and you may not even be near to the goals and dreams that you had desired for this year to achieve. I get that. But let me give you something to make you feel better or help you sort of overcome this negative sense of frustration. Let the sense of frustration you're experiencing serve to remind you that you are on the right track. And when you finally achieve your desires, you'll realize it was worth everything that you struggled with and so much more. Folks, we've only just begun here. And I could, you know, I told you I was juiced up. <laughs> we've only just begun here. Coming up after the break, to join us in this discussion will be the incredible Steve Holbrook. So I want you to stay put. We'll be right back after the break. Friends, this is Jay Mamie, and I'm thrilled to announce that our merchandise site is now open for business just in time for the holidays. My inspirational quotes, encouragement words, and thought-provoking phrases can be printed on a number of very cool items to help you stay in thriving mode. Make sure to visit my website, thejmamie.com. Look for the store link. Check out the items. Once again, that'll be at thejmamie.com. 
Are you experiencing chronic pain and discomfort in your back, joints, or neck? Have you tried a number of remedies, treatments, and prescriptions without feeling any better? If so, schedule a consultative visit with my friend, Dr. Carlos Chapa from the Acupuncture and Integrative Medical Center Las Colinas. He's a holistic doctor specializing in Eastern medicine and will treat the reason why you have the pain. Call 972-444-0660 today to book a visit or visit drchapa.com. That is D-R-C-H-A-P-A. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I think for older people, I think they really need to understand that this product will give you the energy that you need to sustain throughout a day. Right now, I I just can't hardly make it through the day if I don't start my day. I'm taking three of each every day. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a flag waver for the product. I believe in it. I know it's helping me. I feel uh, I'm more um, satisfied that I've got my energy level for the day. And you know, for the last two weeks, I've been working over at my mom's house to get it ready to sell. It's just unbelievable. I guarantee you, if you saw me compared to the rest of the guys that are 74, yeah. you'd think them boys is ready for the uh, uh, couch. And I'm I'm going strong all day long and have been for quite some time now. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code DALLAS. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I am on the line right now with our featured guest today. Steve, so- Steve Holbrook is the founder of the Momentum Monday podcast. He's also a keynote speaker. He's a trainer of world-class leaders as well. But with 14 and a half years of experience in leadership development, he's also been able to provide guidance and mentorship to an ever-growing national sales force of over 400 licensed people in his financial services company. By the way, he's a three-time nominee for Top 40 Under 40, so quite the accomplished guy. Steve, welcome to the show, brother. Great to be here, Jay. Thanks for having me today. Hey, it's my pleasure. Steve, before we launch into the goodness of what Steve Holbrook has to offer the audience, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. So I was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, way up north here. It's uh, currently snowing here today, but I was, I was born here. Uh, I was born into a great family. My parents are super hardworking. They ran a family business since the day I was born. I got to watch them get up every morning before the sun got up. My dad came home every night after after the sun went down. They were a great personal example of hard work. I have one sister. She's two years younger than me. We were best friends growing up, and it just so happens, Jay, that her and I are in business today together. Mm. Uh, she's got yeah, she's got three little kids, and I have three little kids, so that's worked out well. But the big part of my story, Jay, is I, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness uh, called Crohn's disease uh, when I was two years old. And my entire life has really, you know, it, it, it's really shaped my identity and shaped my mindset uh, into really who I am today. I know we're going to get into it in a little bit. But I was in and out of the hospital growing up. You know, I was, I was in and out of school growing up as a result. So it was a bit of a different path for me, but I had everything I needed on the home front. My parents, I was blessed with a great family. After high school, uh, my health kind of, you know, was, was, was okay for a couple of years. So we decided that I was going to go to college. I ended up getting a four-year degree. And when I graduated from college, I had a couple options. I, I could go work at a rest, local restaurant where I'd been there for nine years and manage it. 
or I could go into the family business and take over what now was becoming an empire uh, for the family. Or option three, door three, was do my own thing, which I ended up doing. I ended up going and taking my own business and going into uh, the financial services industry. So, You know, I'll tell you, one of the things that most people will find as a handicap, and legitimately so, right? I mean, you... you if you have a, a disease early on, and obviously Crohn's is, is, a, is, a, is a serious disease, but oftentimes people will use uh, a disease that may not be or a condition that may not be as severe as their crutch, as sort of their excuse. What I'm hearing from you, Steve, is that you took that experience of having a very, a, a very unusual early start to your life and the continuation of that, but you turned that around as something that was positive for you, and now that's why you are speaking about that all over the place. I mean, it's very difficult not to go online, LinkedIn, and not to hear or see what you're doing out there, and I think that's the reason why people are gravitating towards you in droves. You've got a great message. But what did being diagnosed with Crohn's disease specifically teach you about life at an early age? Yeah, that's a great question. At the time, at the time that I was going through my struggles, at the time of diagnosis, you know, in and out of the hospital growing up, I, I had no perspective on what this meant. I had no idea what this was going to do to me. But I can honestly tell you, Jay, looking back, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. Having a chronic illness has taught me how to be a fighter. It's taught me how to fight. You know, there's a, there's a lot of lonely roads when you're dealing with a chronic or a, a mental illness. There's a, there's a lot of times where you end up alone. I mean, no matter how much pain I was in or the circumstances that I was in, when the hospital visiting hours were over, my mom and dad had to go home. So there was a lot of times as a kid growing up where I was alone. I was, I was left to deal with my thoughts and my battles, and that's where I learned how to be resilient. You know, I could cry all I wanted to in the hospital, but there was really nobody there to come and console me like my parents uh, would console me. So I learned how to overcome things. And, you know, one thing I learned about being in the hospital, Jay, is that I was so blessed. Every time I went into the hospital, I was the kid that got to leave. Mm. Mm. And I remember playing cards on game nights and being around other kids with halos that had, that had brain surgery and, and, and tumors and, and there was a lot of kids I knew growing up who I met in the hospital that they never left the hospital. They were, they were one of the kids that passed. And I always felt so blessed getting to leave the hospital. Well, that's because you've got a – and obviously it's, it's becoming apparent you've got a great calling on your life. Uh, you mentioned the key word there, though. When your mom and dad would leave and you're in, those, uh, in that hospital by yourself and you, you really see despair around you, um, you develop a sense of resiliency. And that's great to hear because we've had our, a speaker uh, who spoke about that two weeks ago, and we spent time elaborating the importance of being resilient. And usually resiliency is something that you develop because you go through stuff. You go through something, and that's what develops the that DNA of, of resiliency uh, because you go through stuff. And obviously you, you, you've, you've gone through some stuff. But what inspires you today to do what you do every day? I, I want to see how far I can push myself. I, and, and it sounds cliche, but I am so, I am so intrigued to, to learn what version of myself I can complete before my time is up on earth. Mm. You know, every, every morning when I close my eyes, Jay, to meditate, and I did it again this morning, I close my eyes, and what I do is I, I can see the man that I was born to be. And it's many years from now. It's, it's you know, many, many years from now, hopefully, but I, I, I see that man, and I just, 
I'm just dedicating my life to becoming that man. I want to get as close as I can get. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm, I'm not going to be the, the, you know, I'm not going to be a perfect father or a perfect husband or a perfect entrepreneur, but I'm just, I'm striving to see how far I could, can get, you know, I saw a lot of kids growing up my age that ended up going into pro sports. And, and, and again, as a pro athlete, your goal is to, you know, to see how many championships you can win, how many, how many rings you can win, how many records can you set? And I feel the same way about my life. I treat my life like a game and I want to see how far I can get. And then at the same time, I'm dedicating my life to, to, to helping other people do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're all, we're all born in, in the light of light. We're all born from the King of Kings, in my opinion, you know, and, and I just, I want to inspire people to, you know, to, you know, realize that everybody has something inside of them. Everybody has a destiny. Everybody has the ability to go and, and become somebody. And I just want people to go and, and, and take that, take a step towards that person. You said something real key that I think a lot of folks sometimes miss. And uh, I've been in leadership development for a very, very long time. And you and I have similar, similar paths. But one of the things that is, is a gift or a calling or, or very unique talent is to be able to not only work on yourself, but a lot of there's tons of folks who are very good at getting to the next best version of themselves, as you said a little earlier. But then it takes a special person with a special gift, a special calling, in order to do the same for others, in order to be able to get the best out of others, um, to help others become their next best version. Not everyone's called to do that. So as you work with so many people, what do you find is one of the greatest self-imposed handicaps that people struggle with? Oh man, that is the, that is the million dollar question. Yes, it is. If we could all uh, figure that potion out, we could bottle it up and we can sell it for a lot of money. But you know, it's, I would say for me, like watching other people from afar, coaching people, it's, it's consistency. It's, it's being consistent. A lot of people have a dream. A lot of people have a want. A lot of people know that their current, they want to, they want to, they want to get beyond their current situation, whether it's debt or their relationship with the stress. But you know, the world rewards the finishers. Everybody can start. You know, anybody can start a project or start a business or start a relationship. But all the all the glory goes to the finisher. That's why in baseball you can be a closing pitcher, throw three pitches every fourth game and make $10 million a year. And I think one of the reasons that people struggle with consistency and being a finisher is they don't attach enough meaning to why they need to be consistent. And, and I, and that, that comes from a lack of vision, uh, a lack of identity. So because people lack clarity and, and don't have that vision for what's possible, they get excited to start things, but they have a hard time finishing because they, they don't spend enough time, thinking about what it'll be like once they get there. You know, you hit the nail on the head. They, they have the, the right intentions the early on, right, to, to begin a task, mm-hmm. to do something, to join something. Uh, but then without that clear-cut vision of what it looks like in the end, like most people, because we're all wired generally the same way, uh, we've got nothing to pull us into tomorrow. If you don't have a vision that pulls you into tomorrow, guess what? You're getting stuck in today or, like, in some cases, some people in yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. and boy, we could talk about that for hours, but 100%. frustration is something that you pointed out in a recent uh, post on LinkedIn, which is, I started to think about that and I said, you know, that's a great conversation to have. 
because there's a lots of uh, there are lots of folks that struggle with frustration. I open up the the show with that that theme. So frustration is common among thrive-minded people. There's no doubt about it. People that are right. going somewhere like you, right? People that are going yeah. somewhere like you. How do you personally handle you? Personally handle those moments of frustration. And the second half of that question, brother, is what do you tell your organization of sales professionals when you see that they're dealing with the same? Well, you know, I pre- yeah, I appreciate acknowledging one of my last posts. And what I what I talked about in that post was, you know, high levels of frustration are the anatomy for an explosion. So if you're not frustrated, then you're not ready for a breakthrough. So, you know, that's that, that's the first thing. So I know that when I'm feeling bottled up, when I feel that 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 anxiety, that pressure, uh, you know, we call it frustration, call it whatever you want. I know that I'm close to a breakthrough. But but here's the thing. I don't I don't really stop to acknowledge it as frustration. I I acknowledge it as something's something's there, something's in the way. I'm feeling this pressure. I'm feeling this. Something's happening, right? There's a breakthrough that's coming. I acknowledge frustration more more as a breakthrough. And when I feel that feeling, I've kind of reworked it in my brain to be a good thing. And you know, it's like a rock. When you when water hits a rock flowing downhill, it it, it flows around it. And that's how I feel. I, I don't I don't spend a lot of time attaching a bunch of emotion to everything. I find a lot of people they. At the end of every day or every week, it's they either had a really good day or a bad day, a good day or a bad day. For me, it's it's a day. Mm-hmm. It's a day. There's some good moments. There's some setbacks. But if if I'm operating according to plan, it's another day according to plan. So I tell my team, listen, if you're feeling frustrated, that's not a bad thing. It means that there's something good on the other side of it. And for me, I acknowledge it as a breakthrough is coming, and I just keep pushing. You know, it's interesting you said that because – one of the points I made earlier in the show was frustration is usually an indication that you are tired of being complacent. And most people that are complacent, they're not, they're not going to experience a high levels of frustration because they're not really going anywhere. I mean, they're pretty happy with where they're at. They settled on what their life is giving them. So, you know, maybe they'll get frustrated because their movie doesn't start on time. Maybe they're, their home team lost. That's about as, uh, as meaningful of a frustration uh, they'll experience. But people that are going somewhere... Um, they're frustrated because they're just not willing, they're not ready to settle. They're tired of, of the way things are, and they want to move forward in, 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 in the progression of their dreams. So those handicaps are the ones that kind of get in the way, those stumbling blocks get in their way. But you said something key there, brother. You cannot attach emotions to everything because, man, you'll get uh, sidetracked with dealing with those emotions, and now you're that further away from your golden dreams. Steve, when we yeah. come back after the break, brother— I want you to share with our audience why you are going beyond the boundaries of your very successful financial services company um, and make an impact in the lives of those in Canada in droves. But you're taking your message out to the rest of the world. And, and I want to hear about that. I'm sure that our audience wants to hear about that as well. So when we come back, can you answer that for us? Absolutely, Jay. Looking forward to it. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Could you benefit from cutting your debts and monthly payments by half or more? Don't let debt stress you out and ruin your financial future. Call Empowering America today. Empowering America is committed to helping you keep more of your hard-earned dollars. Credit cards, medical bills, personal loans, private school loans, all are forms of unsecured debt that burn through your finances. It doesn't have to be that way. Call Empowering America today at 702-899-3854 at 702-899-3854 and learn your options. 
Did you know you can win your divorce without a court fight? Hi, I'm Camille Milner. I'm a collaborative divorce lawyer. Collaborative divorce offers you privacy, efficiency, control, and most of all, it's better for your children. If you would like to learn more about collaborative divorce, visit my website at milner-law.com. That's M-I-L-N-E-R-Law.com. She sleeps hot, even when the weather outside is frightful. Jack Frost here likes it cool. Introducing the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Now temperature balancing, so you can sleep better together. But will it keep me asleep? Yes. It intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you both effortlessly comfortable. Will I have more energy for holiday shopping? Does Rudolph have a red nose? Don't miss our weekend special. Save up to $700 on new Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. This is Jay Mamie, and you are right in the middle of your hour of Thrive Time. And boy, are we stacking up the Thrive in this show so far. (laughs) And we've still got a whole bunch more to go with Steve Holbrook here on the show. Steve, the first segment was fantastic. Let's keep ratcheting it up this next segment here. I mentioned to you, why was it so important for you to take your powerful message to the world? You, you know, being being in the financial services industry and, and you know, specifically growing distribution and growing my sales force, I, you know, I, I, I get in front of a lot of people and I get the opportunity and the blessing to, to speak and, you know, at a lot of events uh, across North America and actually, you know, across, uh, starting to be across the world now. And, you know, in meeting a lot of people, one of the things I realized is that, actually, let me back that up. A lot of times I meet people after, you know, after an event, after a speaking engagement, people come up to me and they say, hey, can you, can you mentor me? Can you coach me? And obviously you can't, you know, you can't take everybody on. And mm-hmm. I'd ask them a few questions about what's, what's going on. And what I realized, Jay, is that most people struggle with the same things. Mm-hmm. Most people, yeah, most people struggle with the same things. And it, it starts with, you know, confidence, identity, belief. And then it grows from there. So what? So one night I was sitting my, with my wife and I and I was trying to figure out how I could make a bigger impact. And I wrote the word impact down on my paper and I circled it and I circled it and I circled it. And by the fifth time I circled it, it came to me and I and I thought, you know what? If I can take my message to the world, I and I can start to impact people in the way they think. Ultimately, that would be when I look back on my life, you know, 40, 50 years from now, that would be one of those things that I would be super proud to have accomplished. So I took, I took my message to the world because I want to encourage people to fight through their demons. I want people to know that it's okay to be broken. It's okay to, be, to have a setback. It's okay to be in a dark place right now. In fact, it's okay to be stuck. It's just not okay to stay stuck. And I wanted to take my message to people to, to help encourage them and build belief and, and work through their excuses because we all have excuses and and, uh, and, you know, and, and fight those mental demons and impact as many people as I can with that. You know, I want to say something to you, uh, 
brother. I, you're on the right track. And I specifically asked that question because I wanted to hear what's going on in Steve Holbrook's head. And, and I'm going to tell you something. There are many people that are gifted beyond the circle that they're in. There are many people that are gifted to do more than what they encase themselves to experience. So you have the the gifting and the calling to do greater things, which is why you're breaking the borders around you in order to reach the world. Uh, not everyone's called to do that, uh, and it's obvious sometimes when those who try and they're not called, it doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, but I made a decision a long time ago that I I had I I would. I would kick myself in the rear end on my deathbed if I could do that. <laughs> if I find out that, man, <clears throat> I had the gifts to do far beyond the little bubble that I was in for all of those years in my own financial services company, because I would have a, I would have an, a, quite an answer to give to my creator when he says to me, wait a minute, I gave you all these gifts and talents and all you did was stay there? You stayed in that bubble. The rest of the world missed out on your on on what I gave you to give them as a gift, as a as a way to encourage the rest of the world. You stayed in that bubble, and you know some people are. They, it's okay to stay in the bubble they're in because that's their calling. But guys like you and guys like me and so many that I know, once they break beyond the bubble, they don't break the bubble. They go beyond the bubble. They realize, wow, I was called to do greater things, and and all of a sudden you feel that much more at peace. You feel that the doors open easily to do other opportunities because it's where you were supposed to be. It's where you were supposed to go. It's the reason why you got the gift in the first place. Does that make sense? Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's powerful. Thank you. So what nuggets of wisdom? Every speaker who comes on the show, I don't let them go without them giving mm-hmm. nuggets of wisdom or, or applicable, actionable takeaways that our listeners can walk away with. What would be your nuggets of wisdom and takeaways? Yeah, you, you know, the first the first few that come to mind are the first one that comes to mind is this. If you're listening to this right now, you hear the sound of my voice. Whatever you're feeling right now, whatever you're going through, I want you to know that it's temporary. Whatever's weighing on your heart, whatever that stress is, whatever that that black that black pit in your stomach is, there's something there's something on your mind right now. I want you to know that it's temporary. And I want you to recognize that. I want you to recognize, I want you to take, I want you to take a step back from what you're feeling. I want you to look at it from 30,000 feet. I want you to have a, a level of self-awareness around it that you've never had before. And I want you to know that this too shall pass. You've been through stuff before in your life. There's been a moment or a situation in your past that you've had to get through and you've got through that and you're going to get through this. And just creating that aware, awareness around that I'm telling you right now, that is going to give you the confidence and it's going to allow you to muster up the belief that you need to get through whatever it is that you need to get through. That, that'd be the first thing, Jay. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is this. Everyone has a season. Just like, just like here in Canada, the leaves turn in the fall and the snow hits the ground and then in the spring, the snow melts and the, and the summer comes. Just like the seasons turn, you too in your life will have a season. And I want you to know that there's a season coming for you. Mm. There's a season coming for you. And some of you in this call are in the middle of your season. And you're rocking and rolling and think you just feel like you can't lose. And, and COVID has been, for some of you listening, COVID maybe been the best thing that's ever happened to you. You're closer to your family than you've ever been. Your business might be thriving. But the season will turn. And you, it's important to recognize what season you're in. And as long as you keep your head down, 
And as long as you keep working on the right things, and as long as you continue to work on becoming a better person, you will, you will succeed in all of the seasons. But just understand that your season's coming. Hey, that's a great message, that your season is coming. You know, sometimes people, they get caught up in, in what's in front of them, and they don't see that there's always something ahead of them um, because they are so focused on um, the challenges of the moment. You know, I tell my son, who's also, uh, he had his challenges this year in terms of uh, getting hurt and, and uh, he had a brace and all the things that happens to an 11-year-old kid who's rambunctious. So he was getting all down and out about his next, um, about what's going to happen in terms of him competing in some sport that he's competing in right now. I said, my friend, I said, if you continue to look down, I said, if you look down at your feet as you're walking, um, you are probably going to stumble. You're probably going to get concerned because uh, after a while you can't see what's ahead of you. But all it takes is for you to realize that there, there is more street at the end of the block. There is more to look forward to. There's more that you have to walk towards in order for you to be not only encouraged to know that, hey, I'm going to get there. I'm going to continue to move forward. But you'll do it in a way that you'll feel encouraged. You'll have a sense of certainty because there is something else ahead of you. Don't look down at your feet when you walk. Look forward and you realize there is some more to come. There's always more to come. And that has a lot to do with what I believe you're sharing with with terms of season. That's a powerful, powerful message because you're right. There are so many right now that are going through that. Steve, what's next for you? I mean, first of all, I love the hashtag Holbrook World. I I love that. That's, That's pretty awesome. Um, so that means you've got big plans. I know you've got a five-year uh, plan that you've uh, you mentioned to me briefly on our phone call. But what's next for you and your business? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And you know, the reason I the reason I that uh, I'm Holbrook's world on Instagram is because I I believe that we all have the capability of creating our own world. You know, we have the ability to create our own world. We're we're all sitting on a guided missile right now. And if we don't, if we don't, if we're not asking much, if we're not clear on where we want to go, that guided missile, it's, it's veering right, it's veering left, it's veering up, it's veering down, and it's a wild ride. But we're all sitting on a guided missile. So our mission for 2021 is to take more of our message to the world. We want, we want to encourage more people to take the first step uh, in, in starting to live their life on purpose, with purpose. Uh, we want more people to have breakthroughs than ever before. And, you know, we, we want to grow the brand. We believe, I believe that, you know, our message and our brand is, you know, is, is needed by a lot of people out there because there's a lot of people that are struggling, especially now, uh, more than ever. And one of the, one of the other things that, that's on the, on the docket for next year is, uh, I, I just wrote it down recently, Jay, is I want to write a book. I want to write Great. a book. It's, Great. It's been on my mind for a long time, and a good friend of mine nudged me, wink, wink, uh, <laughs> that I should throw that on the list, and uh, we're going to do that. You know, I think, Steve, uh, I, I really believe, Steve, the minute you start to pen your history, um, you're going to find that there's a lot of people that you will not only impact um, in addition to the videos and, and all of the social media work that you're doing, uh, but there's a bunch of people out there that aren't even plugged into social media, but they will read a book. And uh, there's something about that that is uh, that will impact them. But not only that, to be quite frank with you, is I've helped a number of people write their first books. There's something about writing a book that that you've written. It's your story, and when that cover comes out and you've got your name on it, it's not so much for the sense of pride that you have for the work that you've created, because in those pages is your life story. But you know that you know that you know that somewhere, somebody that you don't even know at some point down the road is going to read your story. 
and the impact it'll have on them will change their lives and potentially generationally the lives of others. And all because you took the time for a few hours a day, for a few weeks, it was uncomfortable, it was out of season, it was something that uh, maybe was incumbent upon your schedule, but that work that you did will impact lives that you'll never have a chance to meet. And it's another aspect of your legacy. So I encourage you to write that book, brother. Appreciate that. Good thing. Now, hey, before we wrap up here, where could people track you down and learn more about you and and all the good stuff you have going on? Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. I mean, you can, you know, you can find me on Facebook at Steve Holbrook. I have a Facebook page. uh, But if you really want to get to know who I am, you want to, you want to look in the window into, into Steve Holbrook, you find me on Instagram, H-O-L-B-R-O-O-K-F's world, Holbrook's world, and then YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, We just started cranking it up. We post every day or every other day. And uh, there's a lot of good content on there. Of course, you can, you can find me on LinkedIn. And just, just remember you guys, when you, when you, when you, when you search me, you, you look, watch a video, you hop on social media, you're going to hear a lot about my story, but I want you to find your story in my story, your story in my story, because we're all different, but we can all relate to certain things that have happened in our life. So I uh, look forward to connecting with all of you. Steve, it's been an absolute thrill to have you on the show. And once the book comes out next year, <laughs> we'll have you back to yeah. talk about the book. All right, my brother. Heck yeah, brother. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you, Jay. Thanks for the time, guys. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Christina, CEO and founder of Tem Connect. I know this year has been difficult for many businesses and people in the workforce. Have your hours been reduced or possibly lost your job due to the pandemic? Are you looking to make up or earn an additional income by finding a side gig or a temp job? Are you a business that is currently looking to hire a full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employee? Download Temp Connect from the App Store or contact me directly at 720-668-0988. Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Merritt with Merritt Coaching Group. And both myself and my wife, Elisa, are here to help you get to the next level. At Merritt Coaching Group, we know that you truly are born to succeed. Start today with the right mindset, priorities, and perspectives. Contact us at 469-834-7159. Or MarriottCoachingGroup.com. That number again, 469-834-7159. Have a blessed day. Tim's taxes were an unbelievably tangled mess. I'd had almost 10 years of trouble with the IRS trying to get my taxes taken care of. The IRS offered no help. It was horrifying. The IRS just wouldn't work with me. Tim finally called in the big guns. Then Optima got involved, and I mean, they really got involved. Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. They took care of me like no one else ever did. No more phone calls, no more stress. And when it was all over, Tim looked at the final verdict. I fell to my knees when I opened that letter up and read what I read. Oh my God, it was unbelievable. I knew I had a new beginning. Do what Tim did. Call Optima now for a free consultation. It's like having two lives, the one before Optima tax and the one after. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line right now, I'm excited to introduce not only the founder of New Clean DFW, one of Dallas' premier companies and experts in virus and disinfection mitigation services and protocols, 
Luis Parrilla, but it's a topic that is long overdue, as I opened up the show earlier and mentioned. So I'm excited to have him on the show. I think the content that Lewis is going to deliver is going to be so incredible that it couldn't have come at a better time considering we are in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, who knows when there could be something similar that comes down the road. The information he's going to share with us today is so critical that it's going to help us feel and become more safe. So Lewis Parrilla, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jay. Thank you so much for your time. And, and I really do appreciate uh, having the opportunity to share this information with with your listeners, well, it's, um, it's, also as yeah, just wanted to say thank you as a as a you know entrepreneur myself. It, it can be a very hard and challenging road. And, uh, ever since I found your show, it's very words of encouragement uh, are, are are really appreciated in in the field that we're in. So. Thank you. Well, brother, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate your words, but I also appreciate what you're doing, which is why you're on the show. Before we dive into some very important content, uh, Lewis, can you get our listeners up to speed by telling us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, absolutely, Jay. So uh, I, I've i been uh, here in Dallas for about five years. Uh, I am married. I have a, a wife, a beautiful wife, two kids, and a little doggy. My mm. background is is really in, in the hospitality world. Uh, we've I've been uh, in the industry since I was 18 years old, and that goes from working luxury uh, hotels, uh, then moving into a consulting background with cruise ships and resorts in the Caribbean. So that's kind of uh, where, where I'm at. So you went from a background in hospitality, pivoted into a career uh, that deals now with uh, disinfection, uh, disinfection services, disinfection mitigation services, and so on and so forth. What inspired you to launch New Clean DFW? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, truth be told, Jay, it was really out of a sense of frustration uh, working in my last organization how disruptive this pandemic was to our every you know day-to-day operations. Um, I recall, you know, what it did to the employees, to the sense of morale. As a leader, you're expected to have all of the answers. And that was the one time I, I didn't have the answers that they were looking for. And just feeling outside of my element. Um, as people began coming down with the virus, uh, the company I was working for, you know, brought a cleaning company in uh, that they hired. They came in the middle of the night. And um, and that didn't make things necessarily better. Uh, it was it made you think how effective is a disinfection service if no one really knows about it, mm-hmm. right? So I understood that there was a, a another component to this uh, that also needed to be addressed. And pulling back, you know, pulling from my uh, experience with the cruise ships and being very familiar with their protocols regarding mitigating uh, viruses and quarantine procedures, I, I strongly felt that we could do it better uh, putting the customer and educating the customer front and center. And that's how we began the business. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that you started it out of a level of frustration because that's sort of been our theme a little bit throughout the course of the show here, uh, how the experience of frustration um, can, uh, in, in, if it's embraced the right way, it is positive and it can lead to greater things if you do not settle. And obviously that's the story here. Uh, so I appreciate you sharing that with us. But why is it important, especially now more than ever, why is it important for businesses to to really understand and establish sanitation and disinfectant services and protocols um, really now more than ever? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, a plethora of reasons why. I, I think, and, and it reminds me back of my Rich Carlton days, uh, their employee promise would say, you know, our employees are the most important resource in our service commitment to our guests, right? Um, you know, and that's true in, in all businesses. 
I think providing a peace of mind so that your uh, employees or your work environment uh, can feel at ease is very critical. Uh, walking into, you know, we go into spaces where you do have COVID-19 positive cases and, and it's surreal. You know, the environment is very somber. There's a sense of defeat, of uncertainty, and there's even finger pointing. And, and none of that is going to help with the bottom line of the business or to create a positive work environment. So, you know, it's a great way to show your customers, your business partners, that you're doing your part to, to provide a healthy environment. Um, and above all, it, it, it's able to protect business continuity, right, as we head into the, the, the last, as we're in the last quarter of the year. So I think that, you know, th- those would be the top reasons why I think we get the calls that we get. You know, one of the things that I've noticed as I've been walking uh, or shopping and meeting with other people who own businesses and just just going on about my, my daily routine, so many businesses are uh, obviously, as you and I both know, have just shut down completely. They've closed their doors or their businesses just dropped significantly um, that they're just barely making. I remember I was at a restaurant uh, when I was visiting New York a couple of weeks ago, and the, the restaurant owner is a good guy. And, and I look around and I see his place, which usually was uh, was always packed. It was, I think, 25% of that. And I said to him, I said to, to the guy, how long do you plan on, I mean, how's it going? How long do you plan on, on, on surviving here? He says, you know, when you swim, you continue to swim until you no longer can because you drown, because you're tired of you're exhausted. Um, so at that point, he says, when it gets to me and I realize I'm drowning, I'm just going to pack up and close out shop because I'd rather close uh, than drown, which means uh, obviously in his case, uh, lose it all, I walk away with a sense of dignity. But that is really what I'm understanding people, especially business owners are struggling with, is that they, they want people to know that, hey, we're dealing with a pandemic here, but our place is safe. You know, you can come here and we're going to follow protocols, but, but you can come here and still experience something great because you are in a safe environment. And would you say that's probably one of the challenges that businesses are facing during this pandemic? So, Jay, the biggest problems that um, business, that we see business facing uh, during this pandemic, and it's funny because we, we, we talk about it internally and, and you see the same common denominators. Um, you go into workplaces where there's no consensus on whether the virus is real or not. Um, you have uh, businesses that lack a plan uh, to practice basic guidelines, right, to keep everybody safe. Or, for example, they may have a plan, but unfortunately is not properly being implemented. Uh, so there's an underlying lack of understanding how to properly sanitize and disinfect and, and I think that's one of the biggest contributors before we're even called, right? And just to give you an example of that very quickly, uh, the concept of contact time, which is called wet time or kill time. And pretty much what that means is that every uh, disinfection product will have on the back of its label the amount of time required for a product or chemical to be wet on a surface in order for it to disinfect properly. A disinfectant will only work when it's, in, when it's wet. And... Mm. Unfortunately, uh, there's a misconception where, you know, it, it's, it's cleaning, right, where you're going to spray something down and you're going to immediately wipe it and make it dry. Well, guess what? The, you know, the disinfection has, has stopped. That's why when you look at uh, hand, hand wipes, they're, they're wet in wet form because you're, you're supposed to uh, wipe it over surface, a doorknob, a handle, 
and let it air dry so that there's enough time for that disinfection product to kill viruses and bacteria. Yeah, that's something I did not know. So that's the reason why we have business spotlights and and folks out there. I I am very particular as to who I invite on the show to highlight their business because uh, not not all businesses are important, but certain businesses have an extra layer of urgency and importance that is laced with an a an educational uh, experience. And certainly, what I just learned right now, I'm sure Louis. Uh, probably 95% of most people probably wouldn't know that either, that a disinfectant only works when that uh, that wet, the wetness of that rag or the wetness of that, of that wipe stays on that particular area that you're wiping down, it stays wet. And you're right, I'm probably guilty of, of wiping something down immediately after I disinfect with a wet rag. I, I dry with a, with a, a dry towel. So, uh, boy, that's fantastic for me. And I hope that many of our listeners are paying attention to that because that is what really shows you to be the expert that you are. So what other tip, speaking about that, what other little tip can you provide or service uh, that you provide that is kind of along the same lines? So, Jay, some of the uh, tips and solutions we provide really start at the first phone call. Just asking more than square footage and just giving you, quoting you a price. Uh, it's asking the right questions, understanding the situation and being in a position where you can explain the process, right? Um, Second of all, what makes us very different is that we show up with the right tools. That means that our technicians are going to show up in your home or business with the right uh, personal protective equipment. So no reflective vests, no shorts, no backwards hats, no construction boots. This is really important, and I think just showing up with the right tools makes a world of difference. In addition to that, we just don't come in with a backpack, which is what most folks do, and there's nothing wrong with that but we try to implement a layered approach. So that means that before we disinfect anything, we're gonna hand wipe with microfiber cloths to be able to remove as many germs as possible, making the disinfection process a lot more efficient. Uh, We use commercial grade electrostatic sprayers. We also use UVC technology. And in addition to that, we have an antimicrobial uh, product that we're able to coat surfaces with after they've been disinfected, which uh, will help not uh, will, will help in protecting those surfaces against bacteria and viruses for up to 90 days in some in some cases. Well, you know, obviously, what you're doing is working, and it's in uh, it's in great demand because uh, you're busy. You are busy these days working with a number of of people that uh, I, I know for a fact as I read your thread online are giving you great kudos and recommendations and so on. But in our last minute here, what are a couple of testimonials that you can provide to give the listener a chance to better understand what they may have done, what they may have uh, possibly happened for them if they call you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, keep in mind, given the the, the the line of business that we do, that we, we try to uh, carry uh, – a lot of discretion in what we do. A lot of folks will hire us and, and they really don't want other folks aside of the organization to know that we, you know, they hired us. So we work a lot with uh, real estate companies. Uh, folks that I can mention is uh, the Lance Taylor team. We work with, with uh, them and their agents. Uh, we work with uh, iconic real estate and their agents in, in being able to support open house initiatives, especially as we're getting into the colder months. If a, if a luxury premium property needs to be uh, showcased, 
and you're going to have 20, 30 people going into that property, especially if it's tenant occupied at the time, you want to bring a, a, a plan. You want to have a plan in place so that people are comfortable and above all safe. Um, we've worked with a burn boot camp here and in, in, uh, up in Prosper uh, with medical facilities. We even have a, a very prominent church in downtown Dallas. It's a 50,000 square foot facility that, um, that we're also providing service to. So our scope of work, I mean, it can be as small as a, uh, a nutrition shop or as big as a 50,000, 60,000-square-foot facility uh, that we can provide service to. I know you're also doing a lot of the uh, local gyms as well. A lot of the fitness centers are becoming uh, part of your clientele. So obviously it's working. Folks, I want to encourage you to look them up. Look up Luis Parrilla and New Clean DFW. Luis, what's your website? Absolutely. You can find us at newcleandfw.com. Luis, thanks for being on the show. Jay, thank you for the opportunity. Well, folks, that's it. Another fantastic show is in the bag. Make sure you come back next week. Our featured guest next week will be George C. Fraser, CEO of FraserNet, a big wig who's going to join us to share his wisdom. We'll see you guys next Sunday. The preceding program was furnished by Survive to Thrive Enterprises and is responsible for its content.